All right, before I start the show, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, you might remember that I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, about how his company has helped thousands of people understand their bodies better through metabolism tracking. Well, MetPro just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and tailored strategy that their experts use. So you can start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to best. Now, my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up, so head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to learn more. Welcome to the Get Fit Guys, quick and dirty tips to slim down and shape up. My name is Ben Greenfield. I'm the Get Fit Guy. And in today's episode, I'm going to fill you in on a host of ways that you can breathe better and why that's so important. Now, please stay tuned towards the end of this episode because I'm going to give you a special breathing exercise that is part of an audiobook called Breathe by Dr. Belissa Ranich. And I think you're going to love that little snippet at the end. So stay tuned for that. Don't shut things down when I finish because I am throwing that in for you as a bonus for this episode. By the way, you may or may not have noticed that our country is on a fitness kick. And a lot of people are into these self-quantification devices. Now, you might not be a marathon runner or a world-class athlete, and so you might be interested in this self-quantification device that's designed as a fitness tracker for anybody and everybody. It has a really sleek and stylish design, so it'll look good with any outfit. No matter what your workout looks like, it was made to help you track it, It has different modes for running, cycling, swimming, and other sports. It counts your steps. It automatically monitors your heart rate. It tracks your freaking sleep. It's called the Huawei Fit. And you can check it out at huawei.fit slash getfitguy. I know that's a mouthful, so I'll say it again. huawei.fit fit slash get fit guy. And when you grab your Huawei fit over there, you can start getting more out of all these quick and dirty tips I'm dishing out your way. So here's the deal. It's no secret that I'm infatuated with the importance of breath from my daily practice of starting each day with five minutes of deep breathing to the HEPA air filter and air purifiers and essential oil air diffusers I've installed in my home and office to the articles I've written about breathing, like how to breathe the right way and how should you breathe during and after your workout. You could say that breathing is a physiological function that I focus on just about all day long. And I'll link to those previous articles I've written if you just go over to quickanddirtytips.com and look for this episode, episode 317. Now, in my quest to always become a better breather, I recently read a breathtaking sorry, I couldn't help myself, a book called Breathe by Dr. Belissa Ranich. And in the book, she shows us how breathing the right way can help with stress, illness, and a whole host of issues. As one of the most comprehensive treatises I've actually ever read on breathing, the book contains information on why breathing is so crucial, how to know if you're doing it wrong, how to know if you're doing it right, and of course, plenty of quick and dirty tips on a host of different breathing techniques, all of which you're about to discover in this episode. I'm going to give you 30 ways Ways to breathe better. I'm serious. And again, stay tuned at the end of the episode for a bonus exercise from the book. So let's delve right into each of these breathing tactics, shall we? So the first is 478 breathing. So 
This is an example of a counting breath or a breathing isometric. And in this technique, you inhale quietly through your nose and then you exhale audibly through your mouth. The tip of your tongue is placed against the ridge of tissue just behind your upper front teeth through the whole exercise. And then you basically breathe through your nose for four counts. You hold for seven counts, and you exhale for eight counts. The exhale, though, is through your mouth, and you make a whooshing sound for eight counts. And you do this three times through. So the next exercise is belly breathing. This is also known as abdominal breathing, and it's simply an expansion of the abdomen rather than the upper chest. Now, when the belly breathing is exaggerated and there's a slight expansion of the middle, it means that your diaphragm is moving to expand the middle, where the best part of your lungs are pushing your abdominal organs down, and by the way, that helps with digestion, to create more room in the rib cage for the lungs to expand to their capacity. And it's really just a matter of ensuring that when you breathe, you notice the movement in your belly rather than your chest first. The next is a breath walk, which I actually just did this morning. And the way that a breath walk works is it's almost like moving meditation. You can do, and this is what I did this morning, for example, four count in, four count hold, four count out, four count hold. And I did that for an hour long walk this morning. So you can use this for personal growth, for pain control, for relaxation. And a lot of folks in martial arts and athletics will use breath walks to train their lungs. Next is Buddhist breathing. Now, Buddha quite openly and continually advocated breath meditation, or what he called anapanasati, an awareness of the inhaling and exhaling breaths. All it does is it starts with an awareness of your ordinary breath, which then leads you into higher awareness and mindfulness. You just basically think about your breath when you're breathing. It's that simple. Next is buteco breathing, and this is based on the assumption that numerous medical conditions, especially asthma, are caused by hyperventilation. So this breathing technique, which involves breathing slowly through the nose, was developed in the 1950s by a Ukrainian doctor named Konstantin Buteko, and it purports to break the vicious cycle of rapid gasping breaths, airway constriction, and wheezing. And primarily, again, it's just breathing through your nose whether you're exercising or at rest. Next is circular breathing. Now, this is often used by players of wind instruments like the flute by breathing in through the nose while simultaneously pushing air out through the mouth using air stored in the cheeks, an uninterrupted tone is achieved. Now, circular breathing bridges the gap between exhalations. So the way that this works is the air stored in your cheeks is used as an extra air reserve to play with while you sneak in a breath through your nose. Now, this is a pretty advanced form of breathing, but if you were to just Google circular breathing, you'll find a few YouTube videos that show you how to do it. It's a pretty cool technique. Next is clavicle breathing. Now, clavicle breathing draws air into the chest area only by raising the shoulders and the collarbone. Oxygen only reaches the top third of the lung when you breathe like this. It's a very superficial mode of shallow breathing, but you can actually use it at the very end of a deep breath to get just a little bit more oxygen. You basically pull your shoulders up and breathe and imagine breathing into your clavicles or your collarbones. Next is coherent breathing, and this involves breathing at the normal rate of five breaths per minute with an equal inhalation and exhalation. So this method is supposed to facilitate circulation and autonomic nervous system balance by creating what's called a wave, a Valsalva wave in your circulatory system. And again, it's five breaths per minute with an equal inhalation and exhalation. Next is costal breathing, also known as lateral breathing. And this is a technique in which inspiration and expiration are produced chiefly by horizontal and lateral movements of the ribs. So you imagine your ribs moving outward every time you breathe. 
Next is counting breath or breathing isometrics. Now, with your body relaxed, a breathing pattern is maintained and depth and rhythm may vary. Inhales last several seconds. Exhales are long and slow through your teeth or with pursed lips, whichever feels more comfortable. Now, you could, for example, do a five count in, five count hold, five count out, five count hold. It's just counting breath. Next is diaphragmatic breathing. Now, this is a type of breathing exercise that promotes more effective aeration of the lungs and essentially consists of moving the diaphragm downward during inhalation and upwards during exhalation. And if you're already doing belly breathing, you probably are doing diaphragmatic breathing. Next is a cool one. It's called holotropic breathing. And this was developed by a guy named Stanislav Grof as an approach to self-exploration and healing. And it integrates insights from Eastern spiritual practices and modern consciousness research and what's called transpersonal psychology. It's pretty advanced, but basically there are five different components. A group process, so you're with a group, intense breathing, evocative music, focused body work, and expressive drawing. I've done holotropic breath work and actually gotten high doing it with no drugs or mind all compounds. It's very interesting. And I'd recommend you check out a 60 to 90 minute holotropic breathwork session or class if you want to get into it. Next is lateral breathing, which focuses on filling your sides and your back. So the exhale brings the entire middle into the center. And it's sometimes used interchangeably with costal breathing, which is used to deepen the voice and to treat stammering. Now in costal breathing, remember, the focus is on the rib cage all the way around your body. And with lateral breathing, you focus on filling your sides and your back. So essentially when you breathe, it's 360 degrees around your entire body. Again, kind of advanced to learn, but the payoffs are huge. Next is called lung capacity breathing. Now, there are two different measures of lung capacity or lung breathing. Uh, There's tidal volume, which is a measure of the amount of air that flows in and out of your lungs during normal breathing, and that's what you do without thinking. And then there's vital lung capacity, which is the equivalent of taking a deep breath before going underwater or exhaling fully after surfacing. And you can actually do a form of breath work using something called a spirometer in which you measure your vital lung capacity. And I actually have a device called a power lung where I train my lung capacity using this method of breathing far deeper than I would normally breathe. Before I go on, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, all about metabolism. And his company, MetPro, continues to help thousands of people transform their bodies by hacking their metabolism through concierge coaching. Now, I spent a couple of months actually using MetPro a while ago, and it was a really cool experience, I have to say. MetPro is doing some really interesting and innovative work to help you better understand your body so you can get the results you want. And MetPro actually just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and the tailored strategy that their experts are using. And you know what? It's not a food logging tool or a workout app for that matter. The MetPro app actually allows you to start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to using science. And my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up if you head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to take advantage of this opportunity. That's metpro.co slash getfitguy for up to one month for free. Okay, let's dive right in. Merkaba breathing is next. That's M-E-R-K-A-B-A breathing. And this is a meditation that consists of 17 breaths. Each one visualizes a different geometric shape. And it's based on the theory that the physical body and spirit can be transported through different dimensions. It's also called spherical breathing. So again, if you want to Google that one, look it up, or read about it more in this book, Merkaba breathing, M-E-R-K-A-B-A breathing. 
Next is alternate nostril breathing. So this is used to de-stress, relax, and balance your mind. What you would do, just like it sounds like, is to press a thumb on your right nostril and breathe out gently through your left nostril. Next, breathe in through the left nostril and press it closed with a finger. Remove the thumb from the right nostril and breathe out through the right nostril. So you're basically breathing through one nostril and then exhaling through the other nostril over and over again. Extremely relaxing. Next is pattern breathing, where you use a certain count on the inhale and the exhale. So sometimes you'll hold at the top of the inhale or the exhale, and this can be different lengths of time. So it could be a four count in, eight count hold, four count out, eight count hold, or an eight count in, four count hold, eight count out, four count hold. So pattern breathing doesn't have any special rules as much as a pattern. Next is perfect breathing. Now, this promotes slower breath and fosters an alert state of mind and a relaxed state of breathing. So it's used several times per day and shows some pretty cool benefits. Uh, There's a guy named Don Campbell, a proponent of this method, who reports really big improvements in uh, mental energy and also uh, increased focus. So this is also called energy wave breathing, waterfall breathing, and imagination breathing, and conscious breathing. And again, it's just being conscious of your actual breath several times per day, taking a break and just focusing on breathing. Next is pranayama breath. And this is a yogic breathing technique that helps control the prana or the force, the ki or the life force energy. So there is one that's called a three-part breath. There's one that's called an ocean breath. There's one that's alternate nostril breathing. There's one that's called light skull breathing. Some of the techniques that you've already learned in this episode are variations of pranayama breath, but it's another really good one to look into. Next, similar to pranayama breath, but not to be confused with it, is pranic breathing. Now, this is a six-step form of breathing that aspires to increase control and direct your vital life force, or your prana. So the first step clears negative emotions and limiting beliefs. The second step is a highly energizing breathing technique to boost vitality. The third manipulates energy through something called scanning, sweeping, and energizing. The fourth involves energetic hygiene. The fifth, meditation. And the sixth step, the final step, consists of two very powerful powerful energy generation exercises. And this is another one you'd have to go to a class to learn, but it's really interesting. It's called pranic breathing. Next is recovery breath. This is a fast breathing exercise that combines all of the other recovery exercises that you've learned so far in terms of controlling your breath work. But essentially, it's going into a gentle, natural breathing, rest, and meditation state. Very similar to what you do at the end of a yoga class to calm the body and lower cortisol and get the body back into its rest and digest, alert but calm state. It even helps to combat the effects of oxidative stress. So it's just laying on your back on the ground, for example, palms open. Just breathing. Okay, the next form of breath work is called resistance breathing. And this is where you actually have resistance. So people might breathe through a straw. They might use like a power lung device. They might use an elevation training mask. But it's used to basically train your inspiratory and expiratory muscles. Or you could even just purse your lips to increase resistance during breathing. And again, this is a muscle strengthening exercise used by singers and divers and martial artists and athletes. Anybody who wants to improve the muscle part of their lung capacity. Next is rhythmic breathing. There's a really good book about this by Bud Coates in a book called Running on Air. So, for example, while you're running, you would take one breath in for every two steps that you take and then one breath out for the next step. So it would be one, two, one, one, two, one, one, two, one. Another pattern, for example, would be breathing through your nose and doing a one, two, three, one, two, one, two, three, one, two, while you're running. That's a three, two pattern. So the book goes into more detail 
detail, but it really helps runners to set a pace based on their breath rather than, say, like their heart rate or their speed. It also helps quite a bit with uh, side stitches, muscle cramps, and even exercise-induced asthma. Next is called sitali breathing. This is referred to as tongue hissing because during the inhale, air is drawn in through a protruding tongue folded into a tube, and then the air passes over your moist tongue. It refreshes your throat, and there are all sorts of different things you can do with your tongue as you're doing it. So a faster or slower inhalation uh, makes variations in loudness and softness and smoothness of the hissing sound. So it really is just hissing through a curled tongue as you breathe in and you breathe out. Next is called sports breathing, and these are breathing techniques related to improved performance during sports like swimming or biking or weightlifting or breathing exercises for endurance and conditioning that train inspiratory and expiratory breathing muscles. This would be, for example, going to the weight room and doing an entire 45-minute weight training session just breathing through your nose, for example, or just doing rhythmic breathing. Next is Tao Yin breathing. And this combines postures, meditation, and breathing patterns to strengthen the back and to relax the lumbar area. It's good for people with low back pain. This one's a little bit advanced, but just Google it. Tao Yin, T-A-O-Y-I-N breathing. If you want to learn a special form of breathing that helps with your back. Next is reverse breathing. Now, it reverses the in and out movements of the abdomen present in natural breathing. So you actually force your abdomen to contract inward when you inhale. It's harder than you think. And outward when you exhale. Think about that again. Belly comes in when you inhale and out when you exhale. Now, when your diaphragm moves downward and the belly contracts inward during inhalation, the resulting pressure in the abdomen packs the breath energy. And then when the diaphragm relaxes upward and the belly releases outward during exhalation, the pressure is released. This is a pretty advanced method and it's hard to do. Next is thoracic breathing, and this is actually a bad form of breathing. It's a dysfunctional, ineffective way of breathing that doesn't use the diaphragm but uses your intercostal muscles up in your upper ribs. It's the way that a lot of people breathe, and it tends to be inefficient and shallow and rapid, and it can even lead to too much carbon dioxide retained in the body and what's called respiratory acidosis. Next is transformational breathing. This was popularized by a gal named Dr. Judith Kravitz, who posits that this technique facilitates the natural healing process for trauma. Now, transformational breathing is an active exercise that uses the breath to release tension in the body. So it's a deep breath in through the mouth while inflating the abdomen and then a gentle sigh out on the exhale. And there's no pause between the inhale and the exhale. Next and last is yogic breath, and this incorporates three types of breathing, collarbone or clavicular breathing, chest breathing, and abdominal breathing. So it utilizes full lung capacity. With the inhalation, you force your abdomen forward and the chest is expanded. And then with the exhalation, the chest and abdomen return to their original position, and it's almost like a flowing wave pattern of breath work, very similar to what you do in a yoga class. Wow. That might seem like a dizzying array of breathing patterns to learn and to play with. But remember, breathing exercises are they're just exercises. So just like squats and lunges and push-ups, you can learn them one at a time and eventually have a potent arsenal of breathing techniques that can enhance your body and brain performance, your sleep, your focus, your health, and beyond. So be sure to grab this new book, Breath or breathe, depending on how you pronounce it, on Amazon or Barnes & Noble or IndieBound or Books A Million or Apple. And it's even available as an audiobook on Audible or Amazon. And as a matter of fact, you're about to hear a special audiobook clip from the introduction of the book uh, by the author. So 
feel free to stay tuned and check that out. And also, if you have questions or comments or feedback about ways to breathe better or breath work, then I'd be happy to help you. Just join the conversation over at facebook.com slash getfitguy. That's facebook.com slash getfitguy. And until next time, I'm Ben Greenfield, the Get Fit Guy, asking you, what are you waiting for? Go get fit. Breathing in a count will now be particularly beneficial to you because you're now breathing from the right part of your body. It will be doubly as effective. The purpose of the breath count is usually to slow down the breath. Slower is better. Many breath counts extend the exhale because this calms your body as well. In this section, we have counts that are best for your heart rate variability counts that come from the military to calm you in times of stress, and ones that slow down and encourage you to bring mindfulness to your day through your breathing. Tactical Breathing Inhale 2, 3, 4, hold 2, 3, 4, exhale 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, hold 2, inhale 2, 3, 4, Hold two, three, four. Exhale two, three, four, five, six. Hold two. Inhale two, three, four. Hold two, three, four. Exhale two, three, four, five, six. Hold two. Inhale two, three, four. Hold two, three, four. Exhale two, three, four, five, six. Hold two. Inhale two, three, four. Hold two, three, four. Exhale two, three, four, five, six. Hold two. Inhale two, three, four. Hold two, three, four. Exhale two, three, four, five, six. Hold two. Inhale two, three, four. Hold two, three, four. Exhale two, three, four, five, six. Hold two. Inhale two, three, four. Hold two, three, four. Exhale two, three, four, five, six. Hold two. Inhale two, three, four. Hold two, three, four. Exhale two, three, four, five, six. Hold two. Inhale two, three, four. Hold two, three, four. Exhale two, three, four, five, six. Hold two. Inhale two, three, four. Hold two, three, four. Exhale two, three, four, five, six. Hold two. Inhale two, three, four. Hold two, three, four. Exhale two, three, four, five, six. Hold two. Inhale two, three, four. Hold two, three, four. Exhale two, three, four, five, six. Hold two. Inhale two, three, four. Hold two, three, four. Exhale two, three, four, five, six. Hold two. Inhale two, three, four. Hold 
two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six. Hold, two. Inhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six. Hold, two. Inhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six. Hold, two. Inhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Exhale. Two, three, four, five, six. Hold. Two. Inhale. Two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four. Exhale. Two, three, four, five, six. Hold. Two. Inhale. Two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four. Exhale. Two, three, four, five, six. Hold. Two. Inhale. Two, three, four. Hold. Two, three. Four, exhale, two, three, four, five, six, hold, two, inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four, five, Six, hold, two, inhale, and exhale, inhale, and exhale, inhale, and exhale. Thank you.